the Talk About podcast was designed to discuss topics related to modern culture and society that affects the black community. Recently, we've been focused on issues and topics that are associated with the United States. But we all know that the black community expands far beyond the borders of the United States. And that's why on the upcoming season on Talk About With Ron, I want to take the podcast international and start talking to different members of the black community that were not born and raised in the United States. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your stories. I want to hear what are the challenges that you face as a black person in your country. Now, whether it's good or bad, you know, economic or not. I want to understand your country, the black community. We need to come together and we should come together and understand each other. Because my experiences as a black American or African-American is not the same as yours. I've sat down and I've talked to different black people from around the world and, you know, who live here in the United States from other countries. And the experience is totally different. I want to hear that. I want to share that experience with other black people. You know, my experiences you've learned from me and I have international listeners and I want to invite you to come on to my show and talk to me and tell the world about your country. Represent your country. Represent where you're from. Tell everybody what they should know about your country. I want to Open those doors up to everybody, because like I said earlier, the black community extends far beyond the boundaries of the United States border. I want to talk to all of you. I want to hear your experience. I want to share your experiences and you can be an ambassador for your country and tell everybody what they should know about your country, you, how you're raised, your culture, your experiences your view in life, everything. If you would like to come on the podcast and discuss your country and where you're from, there's a link down below. You can go on to my show and register as a guest. You can contact me directly on Facebook. It's the Ron Frazier Sr. You can go to my website, www.talkaboutwiththeron.com. And you can have access to send me a message directly or you can register as a guest, fill out the registration form and I will contact you. This invitation also goes out to people who live in the United States that are from other countries that were born and raised in other countries. So don't think that just because you live in the United States that you can't come on and be a part of this experience. I know that there are many people in the United States who were just moved here in the last five, 10 years and who have extensive experience in their country where you come from. So this invite goes to everyone that were not born and raised in the United States. So I invite you all to come be a part of the Talk About With The Ron Black Experience World Tour. Welcome back to Talk About, a podcast designed to discuss topics related to modern culture and society that affects the black community. And I am your host, Theron Frazier. 
Before we get started with this week's episode, I would like to share some information with you guys. We now have a website, www.talkaboutwiththeron.com, where you can go there and support the show by using one of our affiliate links. There are several links there, one for Amazon, one for Fiverr, and one for Instacart. We also have a Patreon page where you can go and donate, and if you have a business, you can actually have a tier where we can promote your business on our Patreon page. Just go to www.talkaboutwiththeron.com and go to become a member. You can also subscribe there and leave your email address, and you will get the latest updates on the podcast. This is additional footage that Avery and I had after Mike and Marlon left the call on Black Trump supporter. Before I play this footage, I want to say this. The election is over. Joe Biden has won. And for the people who didn't vote for him, we know exactly how you guys feel. That's exactly how we felt four years ago when Donald Trump actually won the election. A piece of advice is that this is not the end. Life goes on. You can get over it. We got over it. And just, you know, these are you guys are co-workers and friends and family. We all got to move forward together. And this is our country together. Life doesn't stop right here. So it, I know it hurts. I know you guys are upset, but it life goes on and we're here to come together and life goes on together. So just know it's not the end. I also want to say that, you know, we are on a two-week basis now when it comes to dropping episode, and this is just bonus material. Our next podcast episode will be next week, and it will be on prenatal care. This is something that's going to be really good information for the ladies who, and actually for the men as well, because there's information for both. But couples that are going through pregnancy and what to do and how to get care and why you need care, all that information, it's going to be great information. So Heads up, good information coming for next week. Yeah, me and my cousin Mike, man, we we go, we we can go, and our whole family know that when we get <laughs> together, when me and him get together, man. Now, now I'm gonna tell you now, this is my favorite cousin. Hang on, to all my other cousins, I love y'all, <laughs> but they're my family that know that me and Mike, we grew up like really tight together. So we did a lot of stuff together growing up, and plus, you know, within the family. He and I are the only two that has a Frazier last name. So that's kind of unique with us. And that's a kind of a, a bun that we have. So, um, yeah. Tiff County um, in the house. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. On the other thing I wanted to um, talk to you about was the debate, man. How do you feel about what happened with the debate last week with Donald Trump? And then um, I'm going to actually two things. So we talked about coronavirus, but since since this has happened, the whole week of last week, Donald Trump, they had the debate. I'm sure you would agree that was a complete dumpster fire. It's just, just I don't even know where to begin. As a matter of fact, um, <laughs> one of my coworkers said that um, their granddaughter's teacher assigned them to watch the debate that night. And before the debate was over, the teacher sent everybody an apology. Seeing how they apologized. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that's just how bad it was, man. They had to send them an apology for making them watch it because it was it was just that bad. And I have to agree. So I just want to know what your thoughts on that. And then when you answer that, I want you to answer what your thoughts on Trump and his diagnosis of having coronavirus. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it in reverse. 
because I have more to speak on with the debate than I have the coronavirus with Trump. Um, <laughs> I think uh, me personally, and once again, I, I, I like Trump. I'm, I'm, I'm a supporter, but I will say that it, it was very interesting to me because of how it all kind of played out. It played out really fast, you know, and me personally, I don't know if I told you, but I had, I, I contracted COVID-19. And so we, we uh, had to uh, quarantine ourselves for 14 days. I think the, the mandate is 10, but we did 14, two weeks. And, you know, we just tried to make sure we wouldn't spread anything, you know. But my thing is this. <laughs> I just found it very interesting in how it happened. Um, I don't know if it was as true. As as they tried to make it out to be, I don't know. I'm not saying it was, I'm not saying he didn't have it, but I am saying it was just interesting how everything happened so quickly. And so I just I, I, I it, it raises an eyebrow. You know, you you kind of you look at it and you're like, uh, I don't know if that's a you know, and, and maybe the the medical he has the best. Uh, medical team that, that, that money can buy probably. Maybe that was the situation, but it just seemed to happen so fast that it was it was kind of hard to believe how everything kind of transpired in that short amount of time. Yeah, I agree. I now, think that I think Marlon um pointed that out. I don't know if he caught that on, on audio before when earlier when Marlon kind of pointed that out as well, right? On how long it takes for the virus to go through your body and before you actually get symptoms on uh, all of that stuff. So, yeah, you, you're you right. You hit on a good point there. Now, now the other thing, the debate, whew, I, I will say, watching the debate, um, and mind you, once again, I, I, I think I've been very honest and very straightforward. I support Trump. But watching the debates, I, I, I thought to myself during the debates, man, just be quiet. That's what I was thinking. Just to be honest. Man, be quiet. Let 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 other people. Now, I will say, I did think uh, Chris Wallace, the, the 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 moderator, was very biased. Uh, I, I didn't know this until I looked it up afterward. But he is a registered Democrat. I know he's on Fox News, but he is a registered Democrat. But even then, even with what Chris Wallace was saying, at, at some point in time, you got to let everybody have a, a fair chance to speak. And I, I felt like Trump did a very poor job of that. Uh, and I, I think that that's going to go to his detriment. Now, I think I, I brought this up off off offline to you, but um, I went back and I read the transcript of the debate versus listening to the convolutedness because listening to it, I gained absolutely nothing from it. But when I went back and read the transcript, and I am, you know, I, 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 that's the kind of person I am. I like to hear, I like to see what a person is saying. And when I went back and read it, it kind of changed my opinion. I still, once again, think Trump should have shut the hell up, or excuse me, he should have just been quiet. But going back and reading it, it, it kind of changed my opinion on it. Um, I see what Trump's strategy was. I'm not sure I totally agree with his strategy. He had, I believe two strategies. I could be wrong. I don't know what they were sending the campaign room or the debate room or whatever you want to call it. But 
I think he wanted to get Joe Biden flustered, which he did a very poor job of because I think Joe Biden handled himself very well during the debates and did a good job of not getting flustered or stuttering or, um, you know, everybody looks at Joe, I mean, Joe Biden and say he has gaffes. Well, in the debate, that's one thing he didn't have. There were no gaffes, you know, so I can understand possibly what that first point was of, or that first strategy was, but it, I think it was a bad strategy. Now, the second thing, and I didn't realize this until, once again, I went back and read the debates, and I don't think everybody does that, but when I went back and read it, some of the things that happened that I found interesting, I think Trump's second strategy was to more or less get uh, Joe Biden to split his base by getting him to, you know, you have a moderate side of the Democratic Party right now and you have a progressive side of the Democratic Party. I'm not saying either are right or wrong. I'm just saying I think that's kind of where things are. You have the Bernie Sanders AOC party and then you have the more moderate side, the Nancy Pelosi um, Joe Biden side of the party. And I think Trump's strategy was to get Biden to either to, to alienate one of those sides by going to get certain things. Was it successful? Uh, because you talk so much, <laughs> because you talk so much, I don't know how successful it really was. But I do think that was his overall goal in the debate. So that's how I kind of saw it. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, for me watching it, it was like, <laughs> I think I, I, I tweeted or I, I made a couple of Facebook posts throughout the debate. And one of them, my posts, I said, I think if Joe Biden just look at Trump and say, can you just shut the fuck up? I think he just win the election on that. <laughs> that was kind of that's the kind of thought process I said, thought process I had at the time, because I was like, just like you said, he's like, can you please just shut up? That's how I felt. Just be quiet, and, man. And Yes. And and that I think, like you said, that that's going to be to his demise because that was the big, the horrible beginning of this whole week for him. And I don't know. I don't know. Well, well, and I, I want to say that, you know, it's interesting because the one thing I came out of the debates before I went back and read the transcript, of course, when I was just listening to him, the one thing I, I, I said was that Trump didn't gain any fans. Joe Biden didn't gain any fans. And I don't think anybody gained anything from it. No, I nobody. think it was You're right. just, I, I don't, I'm not going to say mate. disgrace. I will say that. A stalemate. That's the perfect word. I, I was going to say disgrace. And I, I do think it was. Uh, the only thing is, is I listen to, if you go listen to a, a parliament in England, right, or you look at the Communist Party, the, 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 the Communist Party of China, the CCP, and you see kind of how they handle things within their uh, um, parliament or Congress or whatever you want to call it. When you when you see how they debate, it's pretty much the same thing. Nobody knows what anybody is saying because everybody is talking over each other. And that's kind of what we got in this debate, which I think did a disservice to the people. Because at the end of the day, I think, and going back and looking at it, the NBA Finals has had a significant drop-off in viewership right now. 
which I believe COVID has a lot to do with that. Yeah. But this debate well, was, um, it was it, it was it had tre- tremendous viewership. The problem is, is that I don't think that the people gained anything from it because of Trump speaking over Biden as much as he did, and I was very disappointed in what in the way he 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 performed. I was very disappointed in the way he acted. Once again, I will say, going back reading the transcript, uh, after I read the transcript, I thought Trump had some good points. But actually listening to the debate, I felt like nobody gained anything from anything out of that debate. And I think that was one of the worst things that could have happened was that nobody could gain anything because of the over-talking and the cross-talk that went on. I think the worst thing that came out of it was when he attacked um, Biden's, um, I don't say attacked his son, but yeah, when he started speaking negatively about his son that had the drug issue, but Biden was actually trying to talk about his son that died and he started going in about the one that was drug, you know, I mean, I mean, it was, that was a low blow, but, you know. I disagree. Uh, I, I want to speak to that real quick. And then after this, I know we we should be wrapping up. So I just want to say this. I don't think that Trump should have attacked him, even though what Trump said was true. Uh, Hunter Biden, he did get dishonorably discharged for cocaine use. It's a lot of individuals in this country who have drug issues. And I don't think that, uh, you know, uh, drug issues, nobody's perfect. And we all can get caught up in certain things. So I think that was a low blow. The one thing that I thought I found very interesting, though, is that there were never follow up questions when Trump brought up uh, the money that Hunter Biden was making from Moscow. That it is proven now that according to the Senate and the Treasury, they've collaborated and said that Hunter Biden, he was transferred three point five million dollars from the, ma- the wife of the mayor of Moscow. And everybody talks about Russian collusion, but nobody has picked up on the point that that could have possibly been Russian collusion. What did he get that money for? I think that's a very poignant question that needs to be answered. Also, the money he got from China is, is proven that he's gotten $1.5 billion from China. It's proven that he was being paid at, at the company Burisma uh, that was in the Ukraine, it's been proven that he was making a significant amount of money from those companies. I'm not saying he did anything wrong because I don't know how any, I don't know uh, anybody who's came out a- after investigations, but it's just interesting when Joe Biden comes out and says, is that's, un- that's, that's un- unfounded or unprovable. No, it's been proven. That, that has been proven. And I did feel like me personally, and once again, I think this is as a Trump supporter, but me personally, I I wanted to hear answers to those questions. Why was he getting that money? And if if it was me or you, right, and we were getting or or our family members were getting substantial amounts of money from foreign countries and we had positions of power then we should be investigated to see if that money was legitimate and if that played any role in any actions that the person in power took. I'm not saying it did. I'm not saying it didn't. I'm just saying that 
it hasn't been. I, I haven't seen anything. He said the media. I don't trust the media. So I need I need somebody to go do. I think there should be independent investigation into those situations simply because, hey, they if it was anybody else, then they be look, people be looking at you with a side eye. That's a lot of money. And for you not to have experience in those situations, then it's interesting. But because he talks so that or I can't cuss because he talks so much that I don't even think anybody heard the points that he was bringing out because I missed them simply because the only reason I found them was once again, going back and reading the transcript, which isn't enough because if you learn to shut up sometimes, then you probably be doing yourself a service, but your ego is so don't, don't get me. Never mind. Now, don't get me started on that. On the, don't get me started. <laughs> My apologies. No problem, man. No problem. Thank you for coming on. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up um, again to the end here. So um, I want to say thank you for uh, coming on, Avery, and um, I'll be inviting you back if you ever want to come back, and we'll keep these conversations going or talk about some different things. So um, thank you, and I'm going to let you go so we can go watch this other debate that came on today. (laughs) Hey, last thing, man, Um, I'm always willing. If I'm able, I'm willing, and I think that the platform you provide people is fantastic. I think that what the the works that you have going on is fantastic, and God bless you, man. You're doing a great job in, in starting something new, and you have nothing but support from me, man. Anytime you want me to come back, I'm willing to. If you don't want me to come back, I just I'm gonna listen anyways, and I'm gonna support you any way I can. So. Thank you you welcome back anytime, on. man.